imagine that going alcohol-free just got easier, fun-filled with tactics, tools, and science-based facts? Well, it has, and it's here with us on Sober Chicks Life. Welcome. Hello, we're back. Okay, we're back this time. We're back with a tactic because we've had a question um, sent to us, which is really exciting. Thank you, Diana. Um, and the question is, I'm going to my first ever wedding alcohol-free and I am bricking it. Do you remember the first time you did something alcohol for that one of the first, they call it the firsts, right? What was the biggest thing that stood out for you that you did the first time and that you bricked it? I'm assuming that bricked it is some sort of English slang for you're terrified. Yeah, you're pooing your pants, basically. You're pooing your pants. <laughs> okay. Well, we're <laughs> we're learning English slang here, amongst other things. I love that. I think for me, one of the scariest ones was flying. Yes. Because I always finagle a first class ticket if I can using points. Mm -hmm. And I'm the master of going out and finding a like really good deal using the points. And then they give you alcohol through the flight. So getting on an airplane and not drinking was just weird. In fact, I had it so bad. I used to only fly in the afternoons and evenings because I was never a morning drinker. And it occurred to me one day that, oh my gosh, I can fly in the morning now. Oh man, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Oh, for me it was um it was a party. So for me it was like the the fear of the unknown of how things were going to go. And so this is where our beautiful tactic falls in because bearing in mind, you know when you go to the cinema and it's a cartoon <laughs> and in the cartoon the dog hurts its leg and he's limping and he falls over and it's raining on him and he looks so sad. And there I am crying my eyes out. My brain does not know the difference between whether this is fiction or reality. And so we can play with that, you see. And so this one is called visualization technique. And uh, this is absolutely using that plasticity of the brain to, to, to work with the fact the brain doesn't know what's real and what has happened and what hasn't happened. So what you do with it is Let's say you're going to a party and you're a bit frightened two, three days before or whatever, whatever first is coming up. You take a moment, you sit down somewhere quiet and safe, you close your eyes and you go into as much detail as possible of how this whole thing is going to pan out. So you visualize yourself getting dressed, you visualize yourself um, putting your makeup on, you visualize what perfume you're going to wear, you hear the the door when you close it, the keys in the lock, whatever it is that you're familiar with, walk down the stairs, get in the car, turn up at these people's houses, open the door, see yourself meeting new people, what are you going to have in your hand, uh, throwing your head back, smiling, you know, great vibes, meeting, you know, really nice, and you can dance and do whatever you want in this scenario and make it good. Yeah, make it really good. See yourself leaving at a time that works for you. You haven't drunk. You feel great. You get into bed, put your pajamas on, get into bed. You're feeling so cozy. You wake up in the morning and you and how you feel because you're alcohol free. So all way through. And the brain will feel those emotions. It will feel the, and it will trigger the feel good hormones, et cetera, et cetera. So when you get to the party, the brain says, oh, I've been here before. 
I know what happens. So don't worry, we're safe. It's all good. Right. I think the critical piece in there is as you're visualizing going through putting on your makeup, it's important to think about how you want to feel. Yes. Because we're practicing. And one of the things that we're afraid of is the unknown. Yeah. So if we can practice a few times, like if you had to give a speech in front of an audience and you hadn't practiced, it's much more terrifying than if you've been practicing this for months and and you've got it, you've done this a hundred times, piece of cake. So you're putting on your makeup and you're thinking, how do I want to feel tonight at this party? Because let's face it, if we believe we're going to have fun, then we're probably going to have fun. Yeah. And if we believe that it's going to stink, it's going to stink. Yeah, for sure. So you're putting on your makeup and you're thinking, oh my gosh, my favorite people are going to be there. And I'm going to talk to my friend Lori and Lori always makes me laugh so hard. So I'm thinking as I'm putting on my makeup, this conversation I'm going to have with Lori and, oh, I can't wait to tell her the funny thing that happened to me this week. Yeah. And as you're thinking about walking through the door, how do you want to feel? I want to feel confident in my choice that I'm alcohol free and and I'm going to be okay with just saying when they ask me, what do you want to drink? I'm going to say, I'd love to get some ice for this beautiful drink that I've prepared for myself. It's really special and I can't wait to drink it and share it. Yeah, I love it. And like, yeah, absolutely. And it's going to as much detail because like you say, the brain is like Scooby-Doo, right? If it doesn't know, it's going to make up the worst case scenario. Why? Because that's what will keep it safe. It thinks it will keep it safe because he's got all things covered. Yeah. If he's negative and he's scanning and fearful. Yeah. He's the, the brain, the brain, not he, but feels he's doing his job and keeping us safe and, and we're going to survive. Scooby-Doo. So, yeah. Yeah. So when we go into this visualization, it literally works for anything, right? Anything. Like Lily says, go in and it's it's feel good from beginning to end. Yeah. So you're excited putting your makeup on. You're you're really looking forward to your ding donging that bell on the door. You're opening it up. You're feeling the warmth. You've got this positive thread throughout the whole visualization. If it's an airport, an airplane, you're walking through it and you can hear your clip clip tiptoes on the floor or your or your shoes, you're padding your shoes along the ground and you feel the confidence, you're going on holiday, you're gonna have a great time. And, and it will replicate that. It's really extraordinary. The brain will replicate that when you're actually in that um, true event. So fascinating. I love this technique so much. I use it with my clients regularly. Some of them ask for it time and time again. Can we do a visualization on this? Can we do a visualization on that? If you've never done one before, um, it's easy, yeah. but you could ask someone to walk you through it, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and like you said, it really goes for, for anything, anything that it can, literally it can go from like people often ask, you know, what am I gonna say to people when they ask me if I'm drinking or not? You can visualize and try a few things on. 
oh my God, it's so much fun. <laughs> you can just try versions of what you're going to say. Visualize it. You're there and you're saying, actually, no, um, I'm not drinking and you shouldn't either. <laughs> That'd be really annoying. That's really not good for you. It's and I'm really gonna be bad for you. You know, <laughs> self-righteous about this. I don't recommend that one. I've always wanted to say, and nobody asks me. I had this big buildup of, you know, what would I say? Nobody actually asks me. And, but, but what I was going to say, and this is only funny because I'm 60 years old, is I was going to say, no, I think I might be pregnant. I'm having twins. (laughs) And I'm just like, and I just visualized the look at the other person's eyes, like, Okay, she knows she's 60 years old, right? Does she know basic biology? But nobody has ever asked me, so. No, I know. And then also the idea of thinking that it also covers the um, that horrible feeling where you, you think that the minute you say you don't drink, you're going to be judged and people are going to think that they're going to think, oh, she was an alcoholic or, you know, oh, there, right. there is this aversion to that. So again, you can chime in with your visualization and go into a, a, a situation. Just take yourself there. It's like it's like um, traveling in time and actually turning around the vibe and thinking these people are in awe. These people have just, they'd say to you, oh my God, you know what? I really want what you've got. You know, I'm in awe of what you've done because that's in, mo- that's, in most cases, that's what it's all about. Or have compassion for the person that thinks you're an alcoholic because you're not drinking because... My guess is they're on the alcohol use disorder spectrum themselves. Anyone who has a healthy relationship with alcohol says no to it regularly and doesn't think twice about someone saying, no, I don't want to have a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who can't function without it is panicking, thinking, oh, if they're not drinking, something must be really wrong with them, right? That's the person on the alcohol use disorder spectrum. And if you can come up with some compassion for them, instead of feeling the shame of their judgment, feel once again, here's where compassion comes into play. Feel compassionate, like, oh, poor son. And now we know what compassion does, self-compassion and compassion in general from our previous, from our episode on, um, on, on anger, it regulates us. Yeah, that means that we end up really not having a problem with what people are thinking we're just not interested because we are in a state of you know what I'm out of everything I need in me I don't need to worry about what people are thinking about me right and, and if also, they're yeah sorry that also takes me um to the idea of firsts to so coming to this visualization which is often used on firsts or people actually still t- take out their back pockets when they've been alcohol free for a while I actually do it too sometimes but when you have this idea of your inner first moment and recognizing that you are doing something for the first time without the crutch of alcohol. And to know that that first time is gonna be like a 10, right? It's gonna be, it's gonna be quite high in the discomfort or whatever you're you're think you're you're gonna create in your body, in your mind. But then the second time, it isn't a nine, it drops down to a two or a three. It really is that first time that if you can soothe yourself and, you know, uh, bring out these um, techniques of visualization of um, uh, what other ones do we have on? Well, there were loads of them. We have loads, but I just want to recap what you just said, because it's so important. So if we go into a first time and on a scale of one to 10, the stress level is going to be a 10. 
if we do the visualization first, that's where you have the 10 is during the visualization. When you get to the actual event, now you're down to a two. Yeah. You've just, you've popped the balloon and you've let the air out. Yeah. 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 No, it's amazing. It's so cool. And I think that it's just important to know that, that you're never alone, right? There's every, all over the world, there's someone going through a first at the same time as you and, you know, feeling insecure or whatever's coming up for you and allow those feelings to be right. They're allowed to be there. We don't, we're not there to tell us we can't be who we are. Yeah. That's the worst thing we could do. We mm. just say, it's okay. You're feeling worried. That's okay. Come on. What should we do? Let's have a nice shower or something before we go out and let's do this visualization. Give it a try. See if coach Lily and coach Zoe have any sense in them whatsoever. And if it's true. <laughs> I think it's worth a try. I think you'll find it is. I think you will find it is. And I know that elite athletes yeah. visualize every second. Really? Oh my gosh, yeah, they do. They, If you're a ski jumper, they visualize every second. Or oh, yeah. someone who does um, the slalom skiing, I guess, where you're going through the gates, they visualize. It takes a long time because... It just takes a long time. So take the time. Yeah. I know if you are a whitewater racer, you wow. visualize every rapid before you do it. And this is how the elite mind works because they've then done it so many times. They are ready yes. for it. Something like that about learning how to play the piano. Oh yeah, They're visualizing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. wonder what Absolutely. I could do that with. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> okay All well that right. was just a quickie just to give you a bit of an amazing tactic to play with and as always if you have any questions or any comments or anything please put them by us we're more than happy at any yeah bring the questions on oh, we love answering your questions and have a lovely time at that wedding <laughs> diana have a good time and zoe i love you and i'll see you soon Do you know someone who needs to hear this? Share this episode with them.